Well, an American-based company has its sights set on Camerton Industrial Park for a new lithium refinery, which could create more than 500 jobs by 2019. President of the Shire of Harvey, Tanya Jackson, very good morning. Good morning. Hey, this is good news, isn't it? Well, it is. It's pretty exciting, but I think it's got a ways to go and we have to be a bit cautious. Um, oh, okay. We've, no we've... counting our chickens? That's it. And, um, you know, it's a stage development, so, you know, it might not all happen in one year, but it's got a process to go through. They simply put in um, their application to be assessed for environmental factors. That's the beginning of it. Um, perhaps a, a big project. What's the name of the company again? It's called Albemarle, which Albemarle, is a fairly yes. big company. And the Kemperton side has been on their radar, apparently, for quite some time. Yeah, it has, and they've been looking across the globe, they tell us. Um, there's some factors here, joint partners in the Greenbush mine. Yep. So their resource is just down the road a little. And they're yeah, I was going to say, somewhere. bringing that up, because, uh, yeah, Greenbush is where they're mining lithium, and lithium being uh, very important these days in uh, lithium batteries <laughs> run just about everything from, like, you know, cars to uh, our phones, don't they, everything else. They do, and I think our, our low-carbon future says we've got to use battery power and um, it's, it's the way of the future. It says depending on the level of assessment made by the EPA, the plans might not be advertised for public approval. Do you have any idea or a feeling how it will go with the EPA? I think that the level of assessment probably should be the highest level, which is the public environmental review, yep. which enables public to feed in those local issues. That would be my feeling because uh, you'd like to be well and truly informed as to what we're putting into our neighbourhood. Um, that may not be the level that is chosen, but uh, it will be assessed by those people that know what they're talking about. And you've been quoted as saying even if the company didn't advertise for public comment that you would make sure the community had their say. Yes, I, I think that um, it's very important with Kemerton being right on the edge of our largest community in the Shire of Harvey and the Wellesley River and Leshnold Estuary being adjacent to the, the Kemerton Industrial Area and our farmland around that, it, that um, zone too, that we should be really well informed of what's going on. And I know that we've met with the company and talked through a strategy in community engagement and they have um, said to us that they're very happy to to run some displays and perhaps a workshop to, to answer questions for people and, and show them what they're planning. Excellent. Well, let's hope it's all A-OK and it does uh, get past EPA approval and public scrutiny as well. And uh, it does, uh, in the next couple of years, end up being a going concern because it'll be great for the area. That's right. Yeah, those construction jobs over a long period of time, probably five years of construction as a stage development, but three to 500 ongoing jobs at full capacity. That's pretty exciting for our region. That is. Tanya Jackson, President Shire Harvey. Thanks for the chat. Pleasure. Trends, brands, advertising. Marketing man Barry Urquhart on Triple M. Yes, a very good morning, mate. How are you going? Oh, it's wonderful here at Keysbrook at the moment. A nice gentle easterly breeze, gully winds. Uh, Lovely. It's going to be a nice sort of situation down there at the Wacker with the easterly in there. I know. Pitch March uh, being uh, probably the second change in the fast bowling. And how many decades have you been a member of the Wacker now, mate? Well, I've been a member for 40 years, which enables me <laughs> to have a gold lanyard. I think it's supposed to give me a preferred access to the membership. <laughs> I don't know whether there's value. I've got a lot of investment in that sort of uh, bit of real estate called the Wacker. Yeah, good on you. You'll enjoy it.
too. Now, we're talking about the future. Well, we're talking about the future, and more particularly futurists, because I think at this time of the year, a lot of people say, well, what's 2018 going to be like, and what are we going to be doing in 2020? The one thing, Ian, is that when I go and speak at seminars and conferences, I often share the speaking platform with futurists. Yep. And the question that I always ask them is, how good are you as a futurist? And they, oh, no, no, I'm very good, I'm very accurate. And I say, well, okay, did you, in 2005, <laughs> anticipate and forecast the introduction of iPhones? Because they're having a huge impact. And did you actually sit down and document and then share with all your clients that in 2008, the very next year out of San Francisco, would come a company called Uber, which today is worth $93 billion. Mm. See, I think the point is mm. that we've got to recognize that the future is not a linear progression of the past. Therefore, it's almost impossible to forecast exactly what it is that's going to impact on our lives. So their answer was uh, a quick hamada hamada? Uh, well, that... well, uh, yeah, well no, no, I just didn't focus on that type of situation. Of course, more reflective is that the very typical situation given two weeks ago with the opening of Amazon, like how many of them sat down there as futurists and said in uh, you know, 1994 that next year would be the birth of Amazon and Amazon would change the way that we actually do our shopping and well into the future. These are the sort of things that we've got to start saying, well, all right, what's it going to be? Because some people have said to me, Barry, what's retailing going to be like in 20 years? Well, the simple and straight answer is I don't know. I can tell you that in five to six, seven years that uh, you know, online purchases will represent no more than 20% of all purchases. We will still be going to shopping centres because we like shopping centres, but we'll go more into century retailing where you'll have... Uh, the six dimensions of uh, the emotions, colour, movement, te texture, uh, space and aroma. And aroma is probably the most emotive. But more particularly, within three or four years, you will go to your shopping centres at Eton and Bunbury, Bustleton and Margaret River and you'll start to be able to buy new motor cars there because all of a sudden they will be entertainment, health and mobility sort of facilities. Yeah, I was only talking to a friend of mine the other day about shopping online and the worst part about shopping online is for clothing. You just don't know what size you're going to get. And, you know, when you want to buy things, you want to actually look at them, you want to feel them. And when it comes to clothing, you actually want to be able to try them on to make sure they fit because you don't want to roll them up in the post and going, oh, it's too big or it's too small. And it's that's the emotive cues that people really respond and say, oh, I've made the right decision. And more particularly, right. for any one person who's an entrepreneur listening to this program, say, I'm going to have a startup business that's going to be online, reflect for a moment because returns of purchases by consumers are three times greater online and when you actually have to provide free delivery, free return and compensation with credits and that sort of thing, it becomes in many instances an unviable proposition to have 100% of their business online. I know, and usually when you want to buy things too, you actually want that sort of uh, feeling of I want it and I've got it now. You don't want to go, okay, yeah, I'll have to wait for it. How long is it going to be? Oh, 10 days for it to roll up? Oh, too hard. Ah, well, now anyway. you're talking, but uh, <laughs> this is from my heart. I hear people say, oh, well, you know, Generation X and the Millennium are now consumers know instant gratification knows no geographic or gender or more particularly right. chronological age barriers we are all instant gratification seekers and that's where if you give personal customer service you will win every time you certainly will thanks mate we'll uh, catch you next week for the last one for 2017 have a good day uh, looking forward to it Bummery Mayor Gary Brennan in as usual every couple of weeks on a Thursday morning. Hello, mate. How are good you? Good morning. Great. 
Kumbana Bay Beach opening up Saturday week. Hey, this is yeah. going to be exciting. Well, it will be. Um, <clears throat> we've had a very patient community in waiting for all these months. But, yeah, it's worthwhile waiting for. And uh, 23rd is the big day. Official opening in February. Um, just bear with us. The kiosk isn't fully operational and the footbridge won't be ready. <clears throat> right. But the beach will be accessible. Right, excellent. So when do you expect the footbridge <clears throat> to be operational? Uh, end of January. End of January, <clears throat> okay. Well, still not long to wait, though, is it? No, no. It's only a few weeks. Yeah. It's looking great. Some uh, good news too. You've I've, I've offered a, have uh, sorted out a one million dollar tender to a local business. What's yeah, close to a million dollars. <throat> it's for the uh, Horseshoe Lake pumping station and new piping. People in that area have been putting up with some minor flooding over the years. We've delayed this project because we've had other major projects on and which have taken a higher priority. But this one's really ready to go. It'll be finished by uh, March, April next year. Okay, the Christmas carols went well. Oh, beautiful! Parade. Yeah, everybody seemed to get right into that. that Thousands of people. Yeah, we had about four thousand at the carols after the fifteen thousand viewing the uh, street parade. Great feeling around the city, mate. Yeah, it's it a is. good time of the year. Yeah, it is a great time of the year. There's no doubt about that. Now, um, speaking of uh, like Christmas carols and parade and all that sort of stuff, kids get really involved. You've been really impressed with the graduation oh, of look, uh, some <clears> of the kids, haven't you? Absolutely. Yeah. They, <clears> one of them spoken. <clears throat> One of the things that we do at, the, at this time of the year is we go to a lot of school graduations, uh, myself and, and, and our counsellors. Yep. But, you know, these, these, the grade five kids do the emceeing for the, for the year sixes that are leaving. And I was at two schools yesterday, Coinda and Bunbury Primary, and, and the emcees, these, these young kids in grade five, so confident, so relaxed, so really impressed. I just was blown away, not only by them, but also by the quality of the year, the year sixes. They're getting younger and younger. The maturity is yeah, <laughs> its a worry, great. but it's also fantastic for our future. It is. I mean, it's great. It's a great feeling around the city, as you said, with Christmas and whatever. We had a bunch of students on the uh, stairs out here in reception yesterday from South Bunbury Primary School singing Christmas carols right. with a teacher and a few parents and stuff. It was fantastic to walk out there and see them all there singing carols for a while. It's terrific. Good time now, of year. It is, mate. And you've also <laughs> sorted out your permanent CEO position as well. Yeah, look, uh, <clears throat> we, uh, we agreed to his contract on Tuesday night, so uh, Mel and I will sign that on Monday. And uh, he becomes officially the CEO. Rightio. Five years. Rightio. Fantastic. Cool. All right. No problem at all. Um, we probably won't see you to the new year. No, mate. So, uh, happy, happy days. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Merry uh, Christmas and a happy new year. And we'll, and, uh, uh, we'll catch you in 2018. 2018 is going to be a sensational year for Bunbury. 